Hi, and welcome to episode 6 of the Assault Perception Podcast. My name is Marvin, or if you'd like, I, you can call me by 9. This is titled Witnessing History, Big Repeats. And this episode will be focusing on the recent protests over George Floyd's death and I guess the overall issues that have always plagued American society with, um, I guess, police brutality, authoritative abuse, and um, among other things that involves our justice system or just our uh, government system in general. Um, And before I continue on, I just want to make a point that this is just my opinion, then as this is my opinion, it shouldn't be a reflection of how others feel. I'm just one of many. And as such, to add more emphasis, I'm just one of many people talking about this with others having more stake and more information regarding this. So along with me giving that opinion warning, I also want to encourage anyone who or supporting these protests, who demand these, uh, the police reform, among many other reforms that need to take place to find your most trustworthy, I guess, funds for these. And if you want to participate in the protests, go ahead and just be safe out there. This isn't the first time. This is like my second take trying to um, record about this episode. And this is just my second try on it, and I just want to make this point because the original recording, even though it has what I want to say, I feel like it wasn't really right. I feel I felt like it was too much rambling, and I just want to get straight to the point, especially since I didn't feel like, I feel like I was being a little too self righteous and. I didn't want to make myself feel like I'm just one of those right uh, voices to listen to this, but rather I want to make myself more like a voice to, I guess, to show my observations and kind of trying to make sense of uh, what's happening. Though, by me saying that, there isn't there isn't really much of anything to make sense of. It's pretty obvious uh, about what's going on. And I guess for this episode, I just want to make a bigger emphasis on like me observing like a big problem about like whenever these things happen a big point i want to uh i want to make is the the complacency now let's be honest here um for anyone who hasn't really who may have forgotten a lot about their i guess american history i know i i forget a lot sometimes but this, these rights that are happening right now are just going to be one of many in our long history of having race riots, you know. Um, anyone who knows anything about these things will tell you a, a large number of them. Like One big example, some of the most, uh, one of the most important examples, I think, for like recent American history would be like the 1992 L.A. riots that occurred over like the acquittal of four white officers in L.A., um, and then we have like the Chicago riots in 1919, where we had people rioting against like I guess I guess the injustices being faced by black people in Chicago at the time, where a lot of of the white residents there were rejecting them in very violent ways and were adopting very like racist ideas uh, at the at that time. 
and I I just listened only like two and briefly went over two. I, I pretty much paraphrased them too. Uh, I mean, if you look them up in any like reliable website dedicated to like American history or or any other source that focuses on these specific events, you can look up how it happened. You can see like a similar stories of like racial injustice, and that's always been a big issue in this country. And this is an issue that people even now are trying to make others wake up to or try to be more like active against even by like through the little things. But I feel like a big problem that needs to be paid attention to is complacency, as I've mentioned before. And the reason why I wanna mention this is because like I feel like sometimes we get riled up by something. And, you know, people do their part, and some do continue it. And, you know, shout out, shout out to those people who continue to fight after, like, the initial start. But there are some people, like, and I have to include myself in this because, like, I feel like I'm guilty of this too, who are, like, complacent about it, who don't really do anything after it other than, like, acknowledge that this is a problem. And I feel like I'll always be, like, the biggest enemy people will face every time they do something like a protest or a peaceful demonstration against injustice. Because there's still a lot of people who don't want to acknowledge any problems. And when you look at things like that involves, like, um, racism and stuff like that, people who are often, like, guilty of it are... Like, white people. Why? Because as anyone else would tell you, every single time with these topics, is that white people enjoy their privilege. And, they don't, and when you enjoy privilege, you, you, you'll be ignorant of, like, the plight of others. You know, we still have, like, those who recognize it. But that's because I, I like to think that they're just better educated on it. They're better educated on the world around them. And they're better educated about who they are and the history of, like, their country. That's not to say that there are people out there who are clearly racist and aren't educated on what's happening, but, you know, when you have the ignorant existing out there, they're not, they're not going to be much help unless you educate them on, like, the truth of, like, the country they live in every day. And for those who do know and don't care, you have to be careful about them because, you know, they can spin any narrative around and do their thing. You probably see it all the time on the news with with their weird narratives that makes these things look bad, which is not okay. I know from clips that I've seen, CNN does a good job of not making like the these riots, or at least the people protesting themselves. Generally, they just do a good job at making these uh, protesters like people who are fighting against injustice you know oftentimes like sometimes when you look at the news especially if they're like specifically conservative like fox or whatever else they might make them look like the bad guys and that they're doing well the wrong thing which is unfair considering that like if you remember not too long ago to to backtrack let's let's think about this because some sometimes some of the complaints people give that many of you have already noticed is that oh they should be peacefully protesting instead of like looting and stuff and if it weren't for that peaceful 
that peaceful protesting comment, I wouldn't have batted an eye about it. But the thing is, as many of you will have already like to point out, all the, um, many times against all these people, we try to do peaceful protesting. They had a chance to leave it at peaceful protesting with Colin Kaepernick and his kneeling pro- um, method. But no, people had to like throw a fit. That throw a big tantrum about uh, about the man kneeling during the na- during the the national anthem in a football game, and they try to play it off like this is just disrespectful to our like military and stuff, which is like pretty much virtue signaling to try and that's kind of disrespectful to them using them against um the American citizens who care about their country and demanding justices to be undone because. Let's be honest. Do, do you really want someone? Say you have someone you care about, and that's in the military, like a son, daughter, cousin, whoever is very close to your friend, a lover. Do you really want them to feel to fight in wars and stuff, knowing that they're defending a country that can't even get their act together about a problem that's pretty much should have been outdated, out ideally. You wouldn't, and, you know, and a lot of them come out and say that they don't like it, and they and they support the meaning as a peaceful protest because it's not like it was ever something that disrespected them specifically, or explicitly, or implicitly. But no, they don't like a message being delivered peacefully either, and they can't have it any other way. They don't. They don't really know what they want, and others are just just like it's just trying to keep up, keep the status quo by bringing them down. And now here we are with people that probably feel like, you know, in terms of those who are, like, doing the looting and riots as, like, under a genuine pretext of, like, I'm going against this injustice and not just joining in just to take advantage of people. And they just feel like they have not a lot of other options because when you deliver a message and people don't want to don't respect it when you do it, like, normally, peacefully, calmly, then what you got to do? You just end up in this situation. Now, granted, I'm not really one to, like... I don't really support chaos, the, like, chaotic or destructive ways of protesting. Well, it's probably isn't fair for me to call it that because, you know, it just isn't really unfair for the people who are doing this. But I'm not a big fan of the looting either or burning people's homes or cars or anything. But... this is a consequence. If you can't respect people doing it the way that that you think is the ideal way to protest, then you can't have anything at all. This is just one of those ultimatums that you have to make. Either you accept the peaceful protests or not. If not, then just you have no reason to judge anything. And and I I especially think there's no like judgment to be had by anyone at this point, because it's really too early you know they missed their chance or they lost their chance the moment that you know weeks ago people were protesting against the quarantine and the lockdowns and everything the face masks with guns that didn't go away that wasn't from last year that was like a few weeks ago within march the people a bunch of people come going around uh, i forgot what town they're going around near like government buildings with with their guns with their assault rifles are going against like a lockdown because it encroaches on their liberties, or so they say. I don't know if that's genuine because, or I should believe them in general because, like, 
I just feel like they're just having cabin fever, you know, and you know they're just conveniently using the economy as like one of their big reasons, which is fine. I get it, you know, this is encroaching on like people's jobs and stuff, or these jobs that don't work too well with like, or have no way to making people work from home work. Like, say you're a factory worker, or someone who works in that something that's specifically hands-on in terms of not really using computers or programs or anything like that. Yeah, it's a. It, I admit that's a detriment, but don't use that as a convenience to, to go around with the guns, thinking you're you're onto something, because you're not. You're you're really not. You know, you're not your grandpappy from the 1940s who who's going around going against like. I guess the mafia with his journalism or anyone from like during the industrial revolution who wants to expose like the child like, like the, all the the horrible like work environments uh of the at the time with the dirty conditions, unsafe conditions and the child workers. You're not that person. And that's where I sit on that. And you know, this this is just a tough moment for everyone. But I have hope that things will be fine and safe for everyone, but I guess my other concern about this is that it's the response that they're happening because it's just making things worse because I keep seeing like as these protests goes on as far as I've seen that the cops keep doing all these extra things during it, like running people over with like their cars and stuff. Like, why would you do that during a protest against cops doing things that involves abusing their authority and proving their point? You're just making it, you're just making things worse for everyone around. You really want to make yourself look like the bad guy. And I feel like, and it's stuff like this that makes me feel like, wow, I guess I just really like conflict. I feel like there's just some weird thing going on with some of these people in charge that they just like seeing uh, conflict brew. Of of course, it's obvious. I mean, the news networks love it because it's good for ratings. As is as is like any negative attention, any negative news is good for their ratings or whatever. But it's no good for anyone else. It's just kind of a crazy time, and it's it's kind of funny that on on this take that I still feel like I'm just ranting and sounding a bit self righteous for my ta- uh for my taste, but I guess I can't be faulted since this is happening and I just wanna, you know, make it known that this is getting out of hand because we can't keep doing this, you know. I mean it won't be perfect. No one's perfect, but the police departments need to do better, you know. They've done this for way too long. This behavior is just atrocious, and it's just bringing down all the good ones, you know, all the good cops that are, who are just honestly want to protect their community. But the things you keep seeing happening all the time is really making things hard for them, for them to do their jobs. Because a big important part of being a good cop, in general, is to have trust from your community. And right now that trust has been broken even further than it already has. And speaking of which, shout out to the police departments in Flint, Michigan, and wherever else who decided, you know what, we're not going to go against the protesters, we're going to join them, because enough is enough. And I hope more of them, more of the police departments um, join in on this, because I feel like 
through the people. People just giving like a strong message about this being wrong is wrong. But I feel like with genuine support from the cops to join in these uh, protests protecting the people and saying that we don't want this, we um, yeah, I feel like the message would be even stronger with a lot more like strength in its uh, foundation. So keep that up. Let's see what else do I want to mention? Um, I think. I think another thing I think I want to I think it just just me going back to like a earlier point that I feel like it's important for me to talk about is uh, I guess is our right to protest because I feel like that's always being questioned. Um, I feel like this is a fundamental problem that we have to like really talk about at this point. Like, when is it right to protest and stuff? And, and you know what? It, it shouldn't really be a discussion. But I feel like the biggest problem that I feel like it needs to be a conversation is because of, as I've probably already mentioned, these people making these protests doesn't seem like the bad guys or like what they're doing is wrong and, and whatever. Because it kind of it's kind of like pretentious and condescending. And, and downright rude for them to say, like, you're wrong for doing this. Like, Martin Luther King Jr.'s own kid says, you know, I, you know, this is the right way to do it. My dad, their, if their dad was here, they would definitely, he would definitely, like, fight against this and join in on it, more or less. And then we have people out here telling them who their dad is. Like, who are you? It's ridiculous. But my point is, is that this is this is an important conversation because it's trying to. I feel like there are people out there who are trying to make an assumption that there is a right way to do a protest, and they think they're the ones to tell you how to do it when they have no right to complain at all. You know, I mean, people are lucky that those people with guns who are protesting against the lockdowns, they're lucky enough that they they didn't really use them at all to just have them around as a as for show basically you know those guns are just glorified like protest signs if they were in this situation where they just been repeatedly abused for years then they would probably have done the same in fact if if they're gonna have guns then i'm wondering what will be the breaking point for them to use them all of a sudden because it's pretty clear the media, or well, maybe I shouldn't just blame the media, but it's pretty, pretty clear that a lot of people don't don't seem to see what's wrong with that. Because clearly, I, someone, would be happy to see someone else walk into a subway with a bazooka. If you don't know what I mean, then just Google it. Guy protesting against lockdown walks into subway with a bazooka. I saw it. I, I saw it online once. It's kind of crazy. I'm pretty sure this was one guy have like a real big gun, like a real long one, walking down the street. It was just a picture, but you know, it's uh, it was there. But anyways, yeah. Um, I think another part of this problem is how, I guess, people complain. It's just the fact that people. You know what? No, there's just no other point. The only point that I need to make is that people just want to presume they know when to do the right thing, you know. And as anyone else would tell you, there there isn't really a right way to protest. If there was, someone would have made a book about it and that would 
That would be like the industry standard for protests. But there is no industry standard for protesting. In fact, it kind of makes me nervous that I said industry in the first place. Because, like, that would imply there was a market for it, isn't it? That was a dumb, dark joke, I think. But the point is, you can't tell people what's the right way. Because there is no right way. I mean, if there was a right way to do it, then... A lot of our most historical protests that happened within history would look a lot different. The French Revolution would look a lot different. The American Revolution would look a lot different. Because those things started off with protests. And then built up to to this big thing that we see. And I don't mean to make it sound like that's gonna happen, but you know. It's it's like it's like it's like it's being asked for with with what's going on. But I'm gonna stop there because I'm not trying to make myself seem like a person who's, who's suggesting a big radical idea like that. I'm not the right guy. I'm not the right guy. It's, uh, this can't keep going, you know. This pretentious, like, act of telling people what they can't or can't do. I would love to, like, not see, like, riots and houses burning down. But, you know, when you deal with frustration and frustration at, like, there's not much we can do other than this, then... Can you really blame anyone? I'm just hope that anyone whose store got destroyed and they're just completely like innocent of like any of these problems, um, they they find a way to bounce back from it if they don't mind and only care about like and they just care more about the protests being okay. Then it's all good. There's no sweat in it. And the original take on this when I was talking about the exact problem of people like criticizing people how people protesting or did or the fact that they're protesting at all i made a reference a silly little reference to like the whole social contract theory and like specifically john locke and Rousseau. i forgot his full name and i feel bad but yeah people are practicing that you know this one's more justified this is one of those more justified um protests that's part of, uh, of a series of protests that have been happening for like a few years now. And it just feels like... And I feel like this is the thing I'm, I'm starting to feel like. Ever since 2016, these things have felt so intensified. And I know I'm not the only one who has like said this. Or made this comment. Either here in a podcast format. Or they did it on a video essay. Or they just typed about it in a rant on on social media but it just feels so it's just ever since 2016 everything has gotten so intensified with like like racial tensions and stuff and like the behavior of or like the messy behavior things and i'm only saying this feels intensified because it become it became more blatant because these things i feel like usually has a certain level of subtlety that if you're not looking then you wouldn't really see it unless you're like part of the the group who are, who are being hurt by this or at least that's how i feel and I, I need to be more educated on this but that's that's how i felt but ever since 2016 this whole trump thing has just gone out of hand not that his like dialogue and like his word choices are any help like when the looting starts, the shooting starts. That's not something you want to hear a president say, whether he's saying it out loud or typing it on Twitter. It doesn't feel good. It it doesn't feel good. But um, here we are. It's, it's a it's a bit of a mess. And let's see, do I have any final thoughts on this? 
I don't know. I think the fi- my final thoughts about it. One, I want people to be more aware. Alright, that's, that's a summary of one of my points for this little, I guess, rant, ranting, ranty episode. I want people to be more aware of, like, who they are and the world they are, they are around. Because at, at this point, you gotta really know the face of your country. Europeans, now of course, they're not any better than us. They, they've never been. No offense to any Europeans out there, but, you know, when you know your history, you know that, hey, there's nothing clean about you. I'm sure, like, a lot of the Europeans out there, they're way too familiar of, like, the problems that still exist within their, like, the society specific and relative to whatever country they live in. So this is probably nothing new for them. Uh, it's uh, even though maybe some of them will say that what's going on here is a very American specific issue, but I'm sure they can relate to this because they they've always been aware of like who they are. In fact, I could say the same for every other country that isn't us. Not to say that we aren't aware of it ourselves, but I feel like when you allow yourself to really know who your people are, of what they've done in the past. The problems surrounding it and, and and everything else, you have to. I feel like it helps, like, makes you more open into being better, because I feel like some people just, you know, are just frustrated, or like you can recognize that some people just have a personality that shouldn't be allowed in a place of like power and authority. Not that I'm not that I'm trying to apply anything like radical from that comment, but I feel like that's generally an idea. Anyone can just come in with something more specific than what I've said. Something a little bit more accurate too. I don't mind. But that's generally how I view things. Oh of course this is, every other country is dealing with their own problems. Um Second point I want to make is I feel like others should, I feel like people should be more respectful for like how others feel. Everybody always talks about, this isn't, I know this is adding on to like my first point, but I feel like, look, the main point I want to make is that, and and I'm making this the final, final point, is don't be a hypocrite. Don't be high and mighty when people start protesting against a problem that you don't have to deal with ever it's just not a good look okay and i feel like if you're not gonna be supportive if you're just gonna yell out some crazy nonsense or you want to be like that one guy who want, who thinks he's onto something by by coming to a protest with a bow and arrow or that one guy who had a sword which is i, I gotta say you had money for a sword but not a gun you had sword money. You thought you can get away with like using a sword on a group of people. Not good. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. At all. And it's actually really stupid looking. Like no one in the history of man has got away with like using a sword on a group of on a huge group. But you know that's besides the point. Don't don't think you're just better than someone or you, you know better than them. Because usually you don't, especially with a problem that isn't about you. And that's where I'm going to end it. Um, Thanks for listening to my podcast. This was uh, episode 6. 
um next episode we'll go back to like you know something less politically charged or less less opinionated about like the current political climate or problems and everything else uh in this country i'm marvin or nine if you prefer it peace